twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. And welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss some of the latest two-way radio news for the end of 2017. We'll tell you about a surprising change in the Kenwood Business Radio line, the unexpected popularity of a new Midland GMRS radio, two new mobiles from Ocean, and some new additions to the Motorola Talk About series just in time for the holidays. We'll also review the new Motorola Talk About T280 two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. It's been an eventful year in the world of two-way radios so far. In the past year, we've seen a lot of changes and some new and exciting products and innovations, such as new mobile GMRS radios, new digital radios, and, of course, all the new changes to the Part 95 rules. But the year isn't quite over yet, and it seems there may be more to come before it draws to a close. So, what's happening in the world of radio communications? What's new for the last quarter of 2017? Well, there's there's quite a lot on our list here. Like like you were saying, the with the GMRS changes and with our podcast schedule this year changing to once a month, we've gotten way behind as yeah. far as announcing some of this news. So uh, we are going to uh, on this episode try to run through some of the new products that have become available here recently, new updates from manufacturers. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today and. Uh, to start with, let's go with Kenwood on some business radio news. What do you think? Sounds like the perfect place to start. Uh, yeah, alphabetically, they, they work out. It works out that way. <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. Um, all right. Kenwood is eliminating, first of all, their four-channel TK3400 and TK2400 radios. Um, that uh, That's the biggest news because those are some of their most popular radios. But don't worry. Uh, they have 16-channel versions of those same radios already, and they're dropping the prices of the 16-channel models to, um, I believe, match what the 4-channel models used to sell for. A little bit high. I just checked the pricing yesterday, and it's a little bit higher, but not, not, not no, much. You're looking at it compared to our already reduced prices oh, oh, that's on the 4-channel. Right. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. I believe uh, they, that's true. they may actually be $10 less. Than the four channels were originally. Like, uh, the 3400U16P is now 209, um, whereas it used to be 239. And I want to say that four channel TK3400U4P used to be 219. Does that sound right, Anthony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but I think the biggest reason they're making this change is to make way for two new digital models that we're also very excited about, the mm-hmm. NX240 and NX340 radios, uh, which existed before, uh, 
uh, as uh, high-powered four or five watt radios. Now they have two watt versions of those models. So they're sort of moving out two of the older analogs, bringing in two of the, the digitals. And uh, these digital radios are at a lower price point than the previous ones. So now mm-hmm. $289 and $299 for the VHF and UHF versions, respectively. Now, Anthony, when you first broke the news to us, it was it was kind of a big surprise to everybody. I mean, we nobody was really expecting that, I guess. Right. I mean, I, I it seems like every couple of years they come out with the. I think when I started doing this, it was TK twenty one hundreds, and then twenty two hundreds, and then twenty three hundreds, and it's kind of a shocker to see the four channels uh, go away. Um, but yeah, I, what happened is we got the news in pieces. It's like one day we heard all oh, these four channels were going away. Right. And then it was later that we found out they were reducing the prices of the 16 channels to be around where the four channels were. It all happened very quickly. Yeah. We were and I think you'll you probably then, see some of these other manufacturers follow suit. You know, they're, I, think, I think you're right. I think they're making, making way for digital. Yeah. Um, digital is the future. So I think you'll start seeing a lot of the, uh, you know, no new analog models can be made. Mm -hmm. So in in my eyes, it makes sense. Um, But kudos to them for, you know, dropping the price of the 16 channel to kind of help out for that. You know, the people that were buying two channel, you know, the four channel variety. Now they can. Yeah, they can just move up. Move up and and it's, you know. And it's it's really not going to cost them any more to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, now, uh, in tandem with this, Kenwood also has, uh, not one, but two promotions going on, I believe, you know, throughout the end of the year. Uh, that's right. They, they these manufacturers, Kenwood and Motorola generally roll with uh, promotion for six months of the year, like alternating quarters. And, uh, Kenwood has a, a pretty good one right now on the analog models. It's, um, a free radio uh, claimable via mail-in rebate for every six that you buy. Um, but then on a few models, the digital models and the TK3230, you they have an instant rebate uh, or an instant free radio. And this is the first time they've ever done that. So yeah. if you, if you yeah, go to our yeah. website at buy2wayradios.com, buy six TK3230s or six of the NX series digital models, you instantly get an extra radio added to your cart and sent to you free. You don't have to cut out the UPCs and mail them in and all that. However, there's another part of the promotion where if you're willing to cut out the UPCs and mail them in, they'll send you a free multi-charger as well. Which is a phenomenal deal. Yeah, it's it's the best um, promotion I've seen from uh, Kenwood or Motorola, I believe. I mean, depending on how much you, you value cash, because Motorola has the cash back promotion going on right. right now. There's not as much as the value of those multi-chargers or the radios, but... Yeah, and we'll talk about that one in a few minutes, too, because yeah. that's an interesting promotion as well. Um, but in, in any case, I think it's kind of a win-win for everybody out there. You've got the lower prices on the 16-channel radios, and then you've got this promotion and uh, you, you add it all together. That's a pretty big savings just in time for the end of the year. Yeah, and and you see the continuing trend of analog models going away yeah. and digital models coming in. And I think if you um, look over the next year, you're going to see a lot more of that. Um, so this this is just the start of that trend, I believe. And speaking of just the start, this is just one of the manufacturers on the business end. Um, now we also have Midland 
uh, there's there's some news going on here with Midland. Yeah, we've got a few things to talk about yeah. uh, with Midland. Uh, I think the biggest news is that uh, their X Talker series is now available through our website and uh, online in general to certain retailers. Um, now, the X Talker series is FRS GMRS radios, or I guess now FRS radios. Yeah, I think almost uh, the entire uh, X Talker line right now is, is falls under FRS. Yeah, if you look at the boxes or the manual, they're still going to say FRS GMRS. But if you've been listening to the show, you know there's been a lot of rule changes and uh, the FRS and GMRS. Those words have changed meaning in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but the X Talker series was Midland's retail line of consumer radios. So you had the GXTs and LXTs that like internet dealers uh, would sell, and then you had the X-Talkers, which you would see in um, REI, yeah, Dick's Sporting retail Goods, stores. retail stores. Um, well, now they've offered the X-Talker line to select online dealers as well, um, which isn't a huge deal, but the X-Talkers do have something that the LXT GXT series doesn't have, namely USB charging support. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the USB charging, I don't see a lot of difference between the models. The X-Talkers may look a little sleeker, but feature for feature, um, if you're looking at something other than the highest end models, I'd probably go with an X-Talker over a standard model just because of the USB charging. That, it's convenient to be able to use the same charger that you oh, use yeah, absolutely. to charge absolutely. your phone. Um, however, at the top of the line, uh, you may be tempted to buy the T71 VP3 um, instead of a GXT1000 because if you line up feature for feature, the T71 VP3 looks like a better radio because of the charging and everything else matches up fairly well. But I would still go with the GXT1000 because it's a much more powerful radio. The T71 is below two watts, whereas the GXT-1000 is a five watt radio. However, keep in mind that mm-hmm. requires a GMRS license now. Yeah, and then there's the the T-77, which I think is a the complete T-77 package. That's pretty nice. Is a complete package. It is basically two T-71 radios, but in the package is uh, two headsets and a case. But keep in mind, if you get the GXT-1000, you also get a car charger. You also get two headsets. headsets, So you don't get the case. Um, So I would still go with the GXT-1000 because you're getting the more powerful radio. Um, The T-77, you're paying $20 more and maybe $30 more than a GXT-1000 for a case. While a case Mm -hmm. is nice, I don't know if it's – for me, it's not $30 nice. For Rick, it may be thirty dollars. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I like the cases. <laughs> but uh, you know, when we're talking about the X Talkers, I mean those are FRS license-free radios, and, and then the GXTs, uh, the GXT one thousand, the ten fifty, those are really now deemed more GMRS. Yeah, they are fully GMRS, and we've had a lot of questions on the FRS GMRS topic, and. Um, We've even had some questions about if I run my GXT-1000 or similar radio in low power mode, does that qualify as an FRS radio now? Mm-hmm. And we have nothing official on this, but the way Rick and I are reading the rules, 
No, it does not. No, no it doesn't. Because they, they classify it as GMRS radio. The fact that it's capable of transmitting at over two watts, based on my reading of the rules, seems to indicate that this is a GMRS radio and requires a license regardless in the power mode that you use it in. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of a disadvantage, yeah. but the FCC seems to be cracking down on dual service products. Well, another news with Midland, and I can't say that it's really news per se because they've been out for a while. We have the MXT series of mobile radios, or the micro mobile radios, the MXT 105, 115, and the 400. And now they've been out for uh, pretty much almost the entire year now. But um, what is news is the uh, success of these radios, particularly the MXT 400. Now we, when we did that episode of the two-way radio show a while back when we talked about these new radios coming, we all predicted pretty much that the MXT 115 was going to be that sweet spot, was going to be very popular with everyone. And it was. It's, it's very popular. But what surprised everybody, and, uh, and, and even Midland, uh, I believe, was the MXT 400. I don't think anybody expected that to take off the way it did. And the MXT 400 has turned out to be extremely popular. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised at that. Uh, when they came out with the MXT 100, what, a, a, maybe almost two years yeah, ago now, yeah. um, there were some issues with it because it didn't do repeaters and it was only five watts. No weather channels and that kind of thing. It was still fairly popular because there, there just weren't any other Part 95 type accepted GMRS radios available. But they really addressed every one of those issues with the new MXT line and people have responded. These things, we can't keep them in stock. Midland can't keep them in stock. Mm-hmm. The MXT 400 um, was out of stock for a long time. I think that, like you're saying, they it was, underestimated it was demand. In stock for a while, yeah. I mean, that, that MXT 400 pretty much rocks. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's one of those radios where you don't really have to do much to it to to get it up and running. It's it, it just it, it just works. Yeah, and you know the feedback that we get on it is great too, and that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Because other th- if, if you didn't have that feedback, you'd be wondering, well, are they selling so many of this because it's the only 40 or high-powered GMRS radio available because it really is but Mm -hmm. it seems like it's getting the sales because it's the only one available and it works really really well Mm -hmm. now there's one other item here uh, about Midland and this is something we haven't talked about really uh, yet although we are going to review one in a future episode we have plans to do that Midland uh, came out with a business radio. They entered the business market with a business radio, BR200. And um, this is actually starting to um, gain some interest in in the business world as well. Yeah, this is a low-power business radio. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it before, uh, but uh, it is retailing for $89.99 and um, sort of going after the low-power small business radio market, sort of like where you would see a Motorola CLS series radio or a Kenwood 3230. Um, They're going after those guys on price, whereas the the Motorola and the uh, Kenwood radios are $150 a piece. The Midland is 90 bucks. And they're they're killing it with this promotion. Buy six, get two free right now. 
Yeah, they're, they're putting together really, and um, they ran this before, and it, it worked pretty well for them, and now they're running it again through the rest of this year, through 2017. You, know, you buy six, you get two free. Uh, that's First of all, the price of this radio to begin with is um, very attractive. Right, But right. when you're getting two free radios... Yeah, the promotion six, is, is really fantastic. Great. Yeah. Um, They're making some waves, for sure. This, this radio well, yeah. is definitely getting some attention from customers, and uh, it's gaining popularity. I've been seeing some of these radios go out the door in spurts, uh, Anthony, but are you getting a lot of calls on, on this getting a few. Now? I just sold a bunch to a... Um, a large quantity of them to, to a group looking for they've used GMRS in the past mm-hmm. but they were replacing batteries all the time and people were dropping them and they just so they just uh, they they uh, decided they were it was in their budget to go ahead and, and plus they took care of that to got that promotion which is awesome I mean that's a that's a win-win oh definitely that that promotion really adds to it to the value Maybe we'll see Kenwood jump up to buy six, get two free in the uh, in the future. Well, that'd be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. And that, well, that's what's going on with Midland. Then we have next up, we have Motorola. There are um, there are some things going on with the Motorola right now. Yeah. Now uh, we talked, I believe, in our last episode about the um, talk about T series. Uh, since that episode, they've added uh, two new models to the T-Series, the, the T280 uh, and the T265. And these have just been added in the last within the last few weeks, the last month or so. They've, they've come out and hit the market. Uh, right. Uh, the T280 is um, part of the T200 series, very similar to those um, 200 series models, but it's geared toward emergency preparedness. Yeah, the T two sixty five is really aimed more, I think, at the the hunters, and that sort of thing. So yeah. uh, the hunters and the kind of the outdoor adventurer type is really what it is. But we're going to um, review the T two eighty here shortly. Okay, uh, so, so we won't so talk we'll a go, lot about that. Yeah, right we now. won't go too in depth with it. But but there are two radios coming out just in time for the holidays, and and uh, uh, that really adds to the. Uh, the new talk about line. Now, as far as what what's left of the old series, there are only four models left of the old series, and we did talk about that in the last episode of the Two Way Radio Show. Uh, that the old uh, the, the old talk abouts uh, manufactured by Giant for Motorola are are going away, uh, and the only models really left are the MG160, the MJ270R, the MU354R, and the MR355R. And they're they're not going to be around much. I, I don't see them hanging around much towards the, uh, the the very end of the year at this point. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to have them much longer at all. We had um, we started with a pretty big quantity of these because we got, we got them on closeout. So, um, but they they've been moving pretty steadily. Yeah, yeah I would say been. the holidays will wipe us out for sure. Pretty much. Well, having said that, uh, Motorola is also currently offering a promotion on their on-site business radios all the way to the end of the year. And uh, this is uh, kind of similar to the Kenwood promotion and, uh, and what Midland's offering. Purchase six Motorola on-site business radios. You get a free multi-unit charger plus a prepaid card. And I think the amounts in the card differ 
based on the on, series of radios. Based on the series of radios. And this is all till the end of the year. Yeah, but they range anywhere from about $55 a card up to about $175 a card. So there's that's a substantial, some that's a free substantial cash out there for, yeah. you know, definitely, take advantage of. Definitely not a bad deal. Well, getting back to the uh, FRS and GMRS radios out there, of course, one of the biggest news items for a lot of people in the uh, in the consumer end this year was the uh, Part 95 reform that was passed by the FCC. And we've already covered this in, in several episodes of the two-way radio show in the last few months. But um, I don't know if we really, really went in detail as to uh, which of these radios are now FRS and which are now GMRS. And uh, the question is, which of these are now license-free? And the answer is most of them are, but not all of them. So really the question is, is which of these radios are not license-free anymore? Yeah, so the list, the, is, the list is smaller for the licensed ones, so it's easier. Yeah, to, so it's easier. To, right. <laughs> exactly. And we have those on the list, if anybody wants to read those off. Uh, yeah, we don't have many. Um, so basically this is a list of radios that are higher than two watts of transmit power. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it came down to, right? Well, that and one other one other item, and it, it's two watts of transmit power, or if it allows for repeater capability, if it supports the repeater oh, okay. frequencies. Um, what we have are from Cobra the CXR nine twenty five and the MRHH four fifty dual, mm -hmm. which is a dual service marine GMRS radio. And I don't think they're going to be allowing those anymore. Uh, they will not. So um, get those while you can. Yeah, eat them up. Yeah. Um, the Midland GXT-1000 and GXT-1050 VP4s, um, those are, uh, I believe, around 5 watts of transmit power. Actually, you know, um, they did the, a revision, and it's around 4 now, They did a revision, now, right? and yeah, now it's down about 3 watts, or just a little over 3 watts now. So still GMRS territory. Mm -hmm. um, Motorola, the MR355R is in this category because of its repeater capability. Same thing for the Olympia R500. Yep. And the list is available on our blog at bytwowayradios.com if you want to see the entire list or check periodically to see if any other radios wind up on that list in the future. We'll, we'll try to keep that updated uh, as, as time goes on. Now that brings us to Ocean. We've got yes, two, what you've been waiting for. Oh, boy. We've got two new Ocean radios. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty excited about these radios. I know, yeah, I Rick, know you are. Rick is not are. Uh, that excited about them, but I, well, I, I am excited you know. about these radios. <laughs> the KGUVR5 um, and the KGUV980H are the two models. And basically what they've done is they realized that uh, they were getting killed by TYT with the TH7800 and the TH9800. Mm -hmm. uh, those radios from TYT were selling for significantly less than their 920, the KGUV920P and the KGUV950P. Yeah, they're, really, they're actually a pretty good buy. So what they've done is they've taken the 920p relabeled it the KGUV R5 limited the frequencies right out of the box to be 
to the ham bands mm -hmm. and drop the price by, I believe, 30 bucks. Yeah, that's a significant drop. And uh, with the KGUV950P, they have done the exact same thing. They've uh, relabeled it, the KGUV980H. It's, it's the same radio as the 950P, but out of the box is limited to the ham frequencies and the price is reduced. Mm -hmm. So um, here's a little competition for you, TYT. Well, and, and that's why when you were saying I'm not excited about it, it's not, I don't I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. And, and you're I, just I not jumping up and down in excitement like I am. So well, it's okay. because it's be, it's only because of the fact that it's exact same radio and it's just thirty dollars less. They they could have just but that's a taken huge the deal. Thirty dollars. That's that's uh, well, they could have just taken the original 20%? radios and dropped the price. <laughs> it seemed like that would have been a, a pretty pretty good deal. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're not bad radios at all. I mean, and I and I have a nine twenty PA at home. You mm -hmm. know, uh, Tommy right. and I use it quite a bit, and uh, so you know, we like the radio. It's just. I don't know, you know, relabeling the the radio. It's the same radio. It's just just wrapping. You know, it's not even wrapped in a different wrapper. It's it isn't a different the, wrapper. It's a it, the wrapper is just not specific to the model number. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's exactly the same. No, it's radio. different it's than the nine. It's the same radio, but the the different box. Car, yeah, the box <laughs> the is different. The box is different. The box is different. And the uh, the display is different. It has it says UVR five on the front <laughs> instead of UV nine twenty p. It it turned quite a few heads at the ham fest last weekend. I mean, it, people. I think we sold a couple of them. Um, they like they like the thirty dollar difference. You know, for somebody that's not interested in going out of the ham bands, thirty bucks. I mean, that's. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. I'm just saying that well, it's it, <laughs> now you you bring up I a good point about why didn't they just lower the price of yeah. their original models? And I don't know the answer to that, but um, I guess we could. This is a podcast. We could speculate on that. I, sure, I think, that's what we do best, right? Um, I would guess that throughout the world, those guys have lots of commercial customers buying this radio, and they're happily paying. $259 for each one and they don't want those guys to see it selling for you know 229 okay that, that that makes sense that's my okay. that's my that, that makes sense took the words right out of my mouth okay because it I, is it's used quite a bit and yeah this, this radio places. isn't just a ham radio right this yeah, is sold, also, sold throughout the world as a commercial radio right well yeah, exactly so that's, okay, that, that's that, my guess. that makes that that makes perfect sense I, I still just it makes Thank perfect you. sense, but again, I think it, your point is valid. They could have just relabeled it, and as soon as word gets out, like um, it is sure to, maybe those commercial customers will figure it out. Well, you know, a lot of our listeners are outside the U.S. too, so who knows? <laughs> don't tell anyone. Yeah, or, keep or You're, you're going to ruin it for everyone if you if you don't keep quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in any case. Uh, that's what's uh, going on with Ocean right now, and um, that pretty much. Uh, I mean, there there are other things going on out there, things that are developing that uh, maybe we can we can uh, touch on or, or elaborate on in uh, in future episodes. But I think for now, for the end of the year, uh, I think we've got a lot to a lot to look at, a lot to um, 
to take in. I think so too. I, and I kind of like that with the, the multiple topics on one episode. Maybe we should do that again. Yeah, we probably should. I'm sure we will. Uh, well, any other uh, thoughts? Uh, any other news that we don't Anything that you've heard that's breaking, Anthony? Nope. No? Not a thing. We'll have okay. a well. We'll have a big announcement coming up in you know in a yeah. couple of weeks. I was just about to say we something. Will have, oh, yeah, 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 there's yeah. something no, yeah, brewing, that's right, but uh, that's right. yeah, so we, we can't can, really say you know, much about, about it. But right it's now. it's it'll be kind of took all of us by shock. I think you know it's, Ooh, it's but so teaser. so it's the teaser. <laughs> so you know if I'm sure it'll be uh, a couple weeks. Maybe yeah. next podcast, next two podcasts, maybe. Yeah, we'll, so get we'll in the be next able to. Episode. Yeah, I think for the I next so. episode, we'll probably be able to talk about it. Yeah, I I think so. It's just that it is it is big. We're like The Walking Dead, where we leave you <laughs> hanging until you have to watch next week. You have to, or you have to keep binge watching on Netflix because what happens in this next episode? They should go binge all of our old episodes. They really should. The I wonder if we together. have bingers. I wonder if we have any bingers. I don't think we have any bingers. <laughs> if there is, if there happens to be a binger, please send us an email. I, I'm just curious. Send us an email. We'll send you a t-shirt from all that binging. I think <laughs> it'll be worth it. Just worth well, the, now they're going to lie about the binging just yeah. to get a yeah. t-shirt. We just won't pay for your therapy. <laughs> all right. Well, coming up, we'll review the Motorola Talk About T280 two-way radio. Is this the radio you need for emergency preparedness? Or is it just another walkie-talkie with weather alerts? We'll give you our forecast next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. My Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. My Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show, and this week we're going to review a new FRS two-way radio from Motorola, the Talk About T280. So to go back two minutes and answer your question, yes, it's basically <laughs> just a walkie-talkie with weather alerts. <laughs> um, There's nothing special here, right. ladies and gentlemen. You know, new T280, like we said earlier, was uh, released back in September, so it's a very new radio. Um but they, they consider it their emergency preparedness edition. You know, that sounds these, official. Well, a lot of these manufacturers come out with a, an edition. Oh, it's the it's the racing edition. It's the whatever edition. So, yeah, so this is their 
I think uh, it's red and white, isn't it? it? I'm looking at a black and white printout. But. Yeah, it's 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 red and white, and so I uh, think so it's that's the, why it's uh, maybe yeah, alert, alert. It says emergency red cross stop. edition or something. Right. Like that. It just screams emergency. Right. And it includes. Uh, you spoke too soon. It includes <laughs> an emergency preparedness checklist. Right. So I, I need to look at that checklist and see because I know what I'm going to take in the emergency. I want to see if the <laughs> Motorola has the same <laughs> ideas of what. Guarantee beer is not on there. <laughs> no, it's not. Neither is neither is a bottle of scotch. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, T280s. It's uh, you know following the line of their their T series with the kind of the same shape and and design to it. Again, I I like what Motorola has done with the new design radios. They feel they feel awesome. They don't. They look official. You know, have a good feel to them. Feel like a pretty durable radio. Um, right. We talked a lot about the 200 series, I think, in the last episode, and um, it, not knocking that series at all, just knocking this radio being a little gimmicky. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so it's uh, you know emergency preparedness, as Danny said, it does come with the checklist. It does come with the carrying case. Rick's uh, Rick's favorite thing of the of the kit. Um, your two radios. Sticking to the the uh, Y cable charging adapter uh, with the micro USBs, which gives you a lot of flexibility as far as being able to charge your radios on the go. Um, your two nickel metal batteries, um, the new designed belt clips. Um, that's actually more of a true clip. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing is is the alerts. It, it says here it'll notify you of floods, earthquakes, hurricanes, fires, tornadoes. Uh, apparently of skiers and campers in the area as well. Um, yeah, if there are any skiers or campers in there, I definitely want to know about them. <laughs> I say that because it's, it's underneath the alerts. It's like it's got skiing and camping underneath there. So Got to be alerted to those skiers and campers. Maybe that's who they're uh, <laughs> targeting this towards. I don't know. Um, but it offers the, the iVox. It's got your 22 channels. It does support privacy codes. It'll be compatible with just about everything gmrs radio out there your full NOAA weather alerts and channels um call tones um it's got the dual dual power on it for high and low which is Um, useful in an emergency right so you know i could see a lot of uh with all the events that have been going on lately with hurricanes and tornadoes and fires and things like that we've been getting a lot of calls for I think it's a kind of a wake-up call to people. We always see when this kind of stuff is happening, weather alert radios tend to start selling, mm-hmm. you know, especially in areas that have been stricken already. Um, but unfortunately, that's that's often after the fact. We'll see right. a spike in sales right. of weather radios right. after the, the disasters are already occurred. And that's, I mean, yeah, you should, everybody should have one, but that's not really the time to get them the time to get them is when the weather's nice and before something like that right. happens you know but, you uh, be ready. I, I think that this would be a good little you know the fact that it's got the carrying case i think this is more geared towards people that are going to be doing the skiing and the camping but also the folks that want to just have two cases sitting in their pantry or uh or the mud, car. R- mud room car whatever and 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 if if power goes out or yeah it really know, is built to to kind of lock it away, and right? So it's ready if so, in case something happens, right? And uh, the radios, like other T two hundred series models, work on AAA batteries as well as the battery pack. Right. So 
if your batteries die, you don't need power to um, get the radios working again. So yeah, so this, I mean, this is a pretty decently priced package as well. Um, 65 bucks. And like I said, that gets you your two radios and your carrying case and that checklist and you know everything you need to, to be uh, prepared and in stock, ready to ship today. Look, I know we're having some fun with this radio, but seriously, if if you don't have a weather radio, you know whether it's a, a desktop radio or something like this, you really should have one. I mean, with everything that we've been hit with this year, 2017, you know the hurricanes and everything else, you really need to seriously consider putting together an emergency kit and radios with uh, with weather alert capability. Uh, emergency notification capability, that sort of thing is is really a necessity and as part of that kit, I think. Uh, and, and it's really something you should seriously consider. You're absolutely right. And you really need two types of radios, I think, for an emergency. You need something mm-hmm. like this 280 so that you can communicate with people. And you also need something like the Midland ER310 is what I'm thinking of that has a crank radio. So if you're without power for an extended period of time, you can listen to the radio. Uh, it doesn't do the radio-to-radio FRS-GMRS transmission, but it allows you to receive over-the-air radio, um, which is very useful in the case of an emergency. And it can also, you can use the crank to charge cell phones and things like that, I believe. There's a mm-hmm. USB port on it. Um, so the combination of those two types of devices is, is really ideal. Absolutely. Well, any other comments or thoughts on the uh, talk about T280? Nope. Right. I think we are uh, covered it. All right. Well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Uh, the first one, the first one actually came through our email at uh, a show at uh, com. And this is from uh, James, and he says, First, your podcast is great. Substantive, informative, fun, kind of NPR calming vibe. It is good commute traffic jam listening. Uh, and first Do of all, thanks. we have our thanks. first binger? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's going to get a t-shirt anyway. <laughs> um, well, I, I haven't heard of uh, us being called NPR calming vibe before. but I'll take uh, it. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> thanks, James. Here's where I need advice. I needed my GMRS license. I filled out a form and paid the fee, which is fine. The FCC have a hard job. I'll support them. The thing is there was no test or studying. For 70 bucks, they could at least give me a PDF on how to be responsible with the GMRS slash FRS handheld or how to prove I have a license and how exactly my newfound power to seemingly deputize people to use GMRS works. This is where I had a thought pop in my head. What about MERS? It is in the VHF range, seems to have straightforward do's and don'ts, and the channels seem pretty empty, so I chirped the appropriate channel configs into my UV5R V2 Plus, um, or whatever the iteration of the UV5R was, the middle-priced one available in high-vis yellow. The thing is, after double-checking if I'm right, I think the FCC has to literally deem a device a MERS radio for it to be allowed on MERS frequencies. Can I keep the UV5R um, I bought under the output restriction, and is it within the specs of the radios, but isn't it within the amateur radio range? So, help. Is there a full-on top clearance license I can get that just lets me use my radios? I'm good at learning, so if there is a certification that opens up all the ham 
GMRS, FRS, MERS, DMR, I will study the material and ace the test and life will be simple again. And that's from James. Well, James, thank you for the message, but um, I wish I had a better answer for you. Um, on the GMRS side of things, uh, no, you don't really get anything from the FCC. You don't get, mm-hmm. you, you get a, a license mailed to you. Um, in a week or two, you'll probably receive that. That's that's their way of saying thanks for sending us the the money. Here's your receipt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's your receipt. Other than that, you're you're on your own with the uh, figuring out how to deputize people and and you know use radios responsibly. And uh, also on the the MERS front, uh, you're right. Uh, technically, although a lot of people just plug those frequencies into their um, UV five R B two plus version three four three four three radio. They just plug those MERS frequencies right in there and uh, use it. Technically, that's not legal because you have to have a um, radio that's part ninety five type accepted. And uh, while those UV five Rs are part ninety type accepted, and theoretically any part ninety radio meets the part ninety five qualifications. It, it's still supposed to be part 95 type accepted as well to use MERS. So one of the reasons that that um, that eliminates that radio from uh, from the MERS category also is is the power uh, output because now isn't that a five watt radio? It, I believe it. Well, it's listed as a five watt radio, yeah. and MERS has a limit of two watts. So um, being a uh, a radio that operates at at more than two watts, um, no, it, it really uh, can't be type accepted for MERS. Yeah, and I have met many a person who says, well, I know what the rules are and I'll put my radio in low power mode and um, everything will be fine. And I've never heard of anyone getting in trouble for that, but uh, technically you're not supposed to do that. Well, in addition, if the radio should cause some harmful interferences, sometimes they do, um, you know, and, and somebody catches on and complains about it to you that 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 would not go well for you with the FCC because they don't take that sort of thing lightly. Uh, trust me, they don't. <laughs> but um, no, there. And, and you know, to answer your final question, there really is no license uh, that encompasses all of those um, radio services. Uh, first of all, there some of them are different radio services uh, altogether. And uh, second, some of them are license-free, like the FRS and MERS. They don't require a license to begin with. They're licensed by rule. So, um, no, there really is no license that, that it would be, in a perfect world, it would be nice to have just one license and you could do everything with it. But um, just in reality, that's, that's just not the case, unfortunately. The next one is a comment from G. He just calls himself G. He says, my GMRS license came up for renewal, and the FCC site said it was $70. Nope, I will use it without a license. Just another tax. And that's from G. Well, you're not alone, G. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. 
Keep yeah. fighting the good fight, G. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take just, my GMRS rear from my cold, dead hand. <laughs> just don't tell anybody you're doing it without a license. <laughs> Uh, should, should we tell him he's probably legal anyway? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they won't get this uh, X talker out of my hand. <laughs> Guess what, bud? <laughs> I'm going to burn the airwaves with all two watts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, the next one comes from Paul, and uh, he's asking about the IP100H radio. So those are the ones that. Uh, the work off the wireless oh, yeah, network. I love IP100H radios. And uh, he wants to know if we are running purely static IP addresses, can two IP100H directly talk to each other without the IP1000C controller? And that's from Paul. They cannot. Nope. The nope. Controller is required. Yep. That's the short answer, and I think we'll probably keep it short and sweet like that. Seems like it's been a long episode. Yeah. Let's get longer for a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this one comes from uh, Kenneth, and uh, he wants to know, I'm considering buying my first CB radio for my car, and I understand that a lot of motorists still use them in the current era for interesting reasons. These devices were, of course, far more common up until about the early 1990s, but apparently they do have certain benefits that make them stand out from the mobile devices that are now mainstream. I understand that these two-way radios make it simpler for listeners to access weather, emergency, and information stations as opposed to the one-way radio that is installed in and comes with every vehicle. Now, one thing I'd like to know is how helpful are these two-way radios when it comes to general information and mental stimulation as opposed to weather or traffic advisory? In order to decide on whether I'll get one of these CB radios, I need input from anyone out there who has had much experience with them. And that's from Kenneth. well, I mean, you know, they're a good question as far as uh, what they're good for. I mean, they, they've been, people have been using them for decades and, and mostly out on the road. I mean, that's one thing they're very useful with is uh, monitoring traffic. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, as a matter of fact, a lot of people that use radar detectors will pair the CB radio with a radar detector for a full, you know, solution like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they're looking to, um, and I'm not suggesting everybody's going out speeding. I'm just saying that, that you know, for, for monitoring that sort of thing, um, the, the radar detector these days, they're pretty sophisticated, but they don't work in every single situation for, for detecting uh, speed traps and things like that. There are different types of speed traps, and not all of them lend themselves to, to being detected by a radar or a laser detector. And that's in a situation where CB radio... Um, can can fill that void, and uh, and of course you know lo- listening to the truckers, what they call the trucker channel, uh, listening to them and and uh, getting uh, traffic reports. You know what it, what hazards and stuff are up ahead. You know there's got to be there's a big wreck up here, and you're gonna need to make a detour. And a lot of the truckers, uh, I want to say a lot of the haulers. Um, I don't think a lot of them be, like to be called. Using the lingo there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that, they don't like to be called truckers. Sorry, guys. Uh, but uh, a lot of them still use CB because simply for the safety factor and for the traffic awareness factor because they'll they'll say, hey, you know, I've got this rig here. There's a wreck two miles ahead. I've got to find a detour fast because I've got to get my load, you know, to its destination in time. What are the other alternate routes? That sort of thing. So and there, there are a lot of... And, People, um, you know, regular 
drivers, uh, non-commercial drivers, I should say, still they rely on that too. To a good and, and a lot of today's CBs are not your mom and pop's old CBs as they used to. Now they're That's integrating true. Bluetooth into them. They're doing the weather alerts. They're do you know they're cell not, phones and right. You can you can integrate. You know it's more than just a two-way form of communication using CB you know, on the citizens' band. So. I mean, we we still sell quite a few CB radios. People mm-hmm. still use them. Um, yeah, we do. I guess if you travel a lot, you're on the highway a lot, and you want some form of communication, something other than a cell phone, it can't hurt to put one in the car. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, an emergency There's going to be somebody out there that's listening, you know, so it's... it's I, I think yeah. of it as, as like this. A, a CB radio is, is good for talking in a vehicle to strangers to other people that are in your you know within a few miles of where you are in your car a frs gmrs radio is for talking to people that you know that right you, you know if you go somewhere you give your um relative or friend another radio and you can talk to that person a cb you're talking to strangers so i guess it depends on it's probably gonna be more cb on the highway yeah. if you're doing a you know two cars driving from south carolina to california and you don't want, you know, un, you don't want anybody else hearing your conversations per se. You know, you're going to get a lot more with that citizen band. You're going to be a lot more people listening than if you were just to use GMRS radios. Yeah, and if you're uh, Dennis Weaver and you're getting uh, you're getting followed by some rusty old tanker uh, <laughs> on a lonely stretch of highway, uh, maybe maybe CB is probably a good idea to half around. That's right. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know the reference, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> Anyway, I guess that does it for our uh, comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the two-way radio show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, Google Play Music, or Stitcher Radio. All right, well, I guess that does it for our episode this time. Before we go, any... uh any other final words of wisdom or comments or predictions or anything? I think we covered it. All right. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.